What's up, everybody? Welcome to Happy to Cast episode 55. That doesn't matter. It's the Game Awards prediction special. Brett, hello. What's going on, man? What's up? This. This is what's up right now. Wow. Not even the game he made, just him himself. Okay. He's... Honestly, he's better than the game, and the game was good. So, I agree. Wow, that's saying something. But yes, this is our episode 55. That doesn't matter. It's our Game Awards prediction special. We've done this. We definitely did it last year. And then I think before we took the hiatus, we did it every year before that, too. Um, Ten years. Yeah. It's only been around since 2015. But yeah. Uh, Christian says, where can I get the hat, yo? You can go to our merch store, dude. And then you buy, you buy, you buy this hat. And then you put a piece of paper on top of it for this. Dude, honestly, I would have been, like, really impressed if, like, you were, like, it's on our merch store right now, dude. And, like, we actually went to the merch store and there was a hat that said that on there that I had no idea about that you made. Or I would have been, like, whoa. I haven't, I don't even know how to do that. I would have been, like, Keanu, like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you do that. You buy the regular snapback, and then you buy um, a piece of white printer paper, and then you get yourself a Sharpie, a black one, and then you get yourself a silver one, and then you give yourself a thing of scotch tape, and then you put all that together, you fold it over a couple times, and then you tape it to your hat, and then you write on it. You like how I had those materials right next to me? Well, I wonder why. It's, it's not like I put it together right before we started. Exactly. Anyway, this is our prediction special for the Game Awards. It's a big year. Um, let me... Well, first of all, I guess let's plug our Game Awards stream. Right. Yeah, you just saw the trailer for it right before we started. You did. So, uh, which I forgot about. Um, so, you will be <laughs> we will be streaming uh, the Game Awards on the 9th, which is next thursday so probably no um regular episode of Hapticast next week as i think we'll still have you know uh i mean for people watching live you'll see it all now but um over the after that we're done today the next couple dates in the next week we'll be releasing some of the larger topic predictions or good discussions out um and then joining you all and prepping rather for the game awards and then joining you all thursday live at 7 p.m and then the show starts at 8 p.m and it's like a three-hour show, right? Yeah, it's going to be long. It's going to be a long night. Uh, going to be lots of announcements. Uh, we are co-streamers, official co-streamers as of two days ago. That's right. Cheers. You know I mean? our, so our good uh, friend of the show, Jeff Keeley, um, said, hey, guys. You know, He reached out to us personally. We didn't have to do anything. And he nope. said, hey, guys, you guys did such a good job last year. Uh, every year every every year for the last uh 10 years uh, as brett put it uh will you please uh be the only co-streamer uh for the show again and we said you know jeff uh we gotta check our schedules we're a little busy mm -hmm. uh but we'll try to fit you in and you know our schedules worked out and he said kojima productions were was his next pick but uh yeah we said we were open so yeah we got he said job. he said what's her name cheryl or something from ign couldn't make it this year something like that so Whoever, whoever, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. They said Shik Hydra man couldn't make it. So. Oh yeah, damn. Maybe I should bring. We should bring back some of those clips from yeah. next year. Oh, one of my lights just turned off. I saw that. Yeah, you're in darkness now. 
So anyway, uh, you keep talking. Oh, um, it's going to be a great night. I'm probably going to order a pizza and I'm going to eat it on stream like I did last year. It's going to be fantastic. Some cheesesteak, a cheat, some chicken, some cheesesteak, some chicken, uh, roast beef, some chicken, and pizza. That's it. Yeah. Um, cheesesteak. <laughs> Listen, dude. Patrick loves cheesesteaks, dude. Listen, dude. Um, it's gonna be a fun night, and like will. Josh said, a lot of announcements. There's gonna be a lot of cool um, surprises. There's always surprises at the game awards. There's a lot of things and and you know rumors going around right now, and mm -hmm. that's actually gonna be one of our topics before we start going down all of the game award nominees. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk about rumors and speculation. Yeah. So. Let's hop into then, I guess, just giving a brief overview of what today is going to look like. So like Brett said, we're going to start the show with announcement predictions, not category-specific winners. We will be going through all of the major categories and giving you guys our predictions. But we're going to start with announcement predictions. There's been a lot of rumors and speculation. Um, you know, the Game Awards are always big, and I think this year even more so. Um, especially looking at, I guess, the lack of announcements the last couple of months. I think this will be a really nice industry or thing for the industry, rather, at the end of the year, you know, with a lot of big announcements um, and showcases and things like that. So, Josh, that's right. And then I want to point out one more thing about the Game Awards this year is that it's different. The Game Awards this year are different, to me anyway, in that all of the games that were nominated are so different. Yeah, that's true. All of the games, I mean, if you're going to talk about each category, like, of course, all the games that are in that one category are going to be, like, the same. Like, a best racing game, obviously, all the racing games are going to be quite similar. Sure. But in general, though, especially for game of the year, I think that this is the most diverse lineup of games we've had in a while. And I also think it's, you know, not, not saying that there hasn't been any big AAA games releasing this year. Mm -hmm. But I just think that this year is kind of like, it's been a slow one. And the games that have come out have either failed or they've been sleeper hits. Yeah. And Christian makes a great point in the chat going off of that, Brett, is he's saying it's refreshing compared to last year was The Last of Us 2, where I don't know if we were just in our own world. We were like, we didn't go into our prediction special specifically thinking that was going to be our game of the year. But as we talked about it more, it was obvious. And then I think it was obvious from an industry perspective that that was the front runner, right? This year, Absolutely. you don't have that really in most categories i think um which is nice uh COVID obviously impacted supply chains and a lot of things like that um so that is you know it's kind of cool and refreshing yeah i mean when you have a game like it takes two going up against resident evil village yeah for game yeah. of the year i mean could you get more different not really <laughs> so not really um so yeah we'll be starting with announcement predictions so if you have any you know big uh galaxy brain uh ideas of what we might see there you know game announcements uh things like that um please feel free to drop those in the chat um, and then after that we will be going into our predictions um for most categories not all we have omitted um some esports categories co you know content creator categories things like that um that we simply don't really know enough about um so you know yeah, and full disclosure, there's a lot of games on this list that we haven't even played. So that's true. Which will we be do... will be as clear as, as on as we can. Yeah, and we you know we do our research regardless, and we kind of keep our finger to the pulse of the gaming industry. So I right. think we can kind of tell what's gonna win and what's not. We're yeah, right. and, yeah, we are always right. So that's that's for sure. Um, and 
you we usually do a pretty good job of stating this is our you know front runner this is what we want but this is what we'll probably win uh considering the voting body which is abysmal and things like that so yeah it's like over a hundred people it's over a hundred really shitty fucking gaming outlets yeah including kotaku so all right well with that being said do you want to you know jump into some predictions or oh wait Uh, before we do that yeah do it All right, Josh. So we're going to talk about some predictions to start off the show. We're going to talk about, you know, announcements, yes. rumors, you know, all that, all the good stuff, the the best part of the game awards, not just celebrating the games that are already out, the games that we love, but we're going to be talking about the games that are to come. Yes. So strap in, folks, because it's going to be probably a longer episode than normal. Yeah. Um, that's it. All right. Well, we have Christian King in the chat right now over from Save Before Quitting podcast, and he has some predictions that we're going to go over before we go into our own. So to kick things off, he says, I think we see a new game announcement, not necessarily footage or gameplay from Joseph Ferris. So him saying, we're working on another game or something, basically. Mm-hmm. Is, right. Is what you're implying. And it's an origin story of the Book of Love. I don't know if I would love that, but okay. I would love him to announce another, uh, that they are working on another game. Sure. Um, and especially if he wins an award, I can see him like being like, we have another one coming. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. 100%. Especially when he you know gets a couple drinks in him. He says, fuck the Oscars. <laughs> he can't stop himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one from Christian is uh, Horizon Forbidden West. He said a bit more of a sizzle reel with maybe a couple cool things sh- not shown yet for weapons or even skins and outfits. Yeah, probably. I mean, that game's coming in February, so. I think we're going to get some PlayStation stuff here, but I am still holding out for a December PlayStation experience. That's, so not, I, that's not happening. So I think that even on our list that I looked over before we started, there are some things that probably aren't going to happen. No. This might be the one thing that's not going to happen. We could get the God of War release date. No, we'll talk about that in a minute. But this maybe I don't know. And then do you want to cover the next the next two here? What, from Christian? Yeah, I can do it. I just felt bad uh, that I was talking the whole time. No, no, no. Let's see where I... Uh, you were on the KOTOR run? Uh, no, he said, I'm I'm also predicting one specific really good-looking indie game. I don't okay. know the game, but there will be one indie that slaps all of our dinks. Okay, probably. 
Uh, then he I says, mean, last yeah. last prediction, KOTOR remastered gameplay or long-form <clears throat> trailer. It's been long enough since it was announced and since it's been on the Switch now for us to get a bit of good good. Um, Good good. I don't feel like it was announced that long ago. Um, yeah. I'm in agreement that I don't think it's it's too close. I don't think that that's far along. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would love to see more, but I don't know. I think it might be too close. Um, yeah. all right. If we're wrong, then Christian, you can... Well, then Christian's right, and we said it on the show, so therefore we're right. So. Okay. Okay, let's hop into some of ours. Um, if we just want to go back and forth, Brett. Uh, my first one, and this is 100% happening, folks. Remember this. Abandoned. And Hassan Karaman will be on stage at the Game Awards. Now, why do I say this? There was I, well, that weird well, 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 I thought you were kidding, but I'm thinking about it now. No, I'm not kidding. I, I think I, it actually could happen. There's go no ahead. memes on this list. I'm 100% being genuine. Okay. Okay, if you remember, ahead. there was that weird Twitter connection between Hassan yeah. and Jeff. Yep. Uh, one of the few big industry people besides gaming outlets that are connected to him. Um so I think we'll we and just think about how weird that band that real time trailers app or whatever it is or whatever they switch the name to and it's just strange man and I still haven't forgot about this thing I know we said we're not going to really talk about it on the channel anymore but I dude it's going to happen and Hassan Karaman is going to be there and he's a real human being he's not an AI uh, and something's happening with it so I thought you were kidding because I thought you meant like they were going to like bring him out and they were going to do the Kojima because Kojima is notorious for doing the Metal Gear Solid five thing where he ha had the fucking bandages all on his face. Right. I thought you meant like they were going to bring him out like that and then reveal that he was Hideo. Oh, but no. you're right though. There was a connection between him and Jeff. And also I think that number one, I've recently checked the abandoned app. No trailers have been added. Right. Yeah. It has except not the initial updated one. at all. So they could finally, you know, reveal that. But also, I think that Hassan could apologize and, and you know, try to get good with the fans of the gamers yeah. by yeah, coming on sure. stage. For sure. All right. What's your... So, I'm kind of playing off of one that you have, I believe, or something like that. But I think we're going to get a Silent Hill announcement. Oh. Okay. And if, you know, if you keep your finger on the pulse like we do, you know that there's two different Silent Hill projects in development right now. Potentially. That's correct. One by the Bloober team, which are the guys that did uh, the painting horror game, uh, Layers of Fear. Mm -hmm. And then there's one that is potentially being bankrolled by Sony. Right. And they are brokering Ko uh, Konami and, sure. and Kojima. Absolutely. Correct. Um, and that leads into one of mine, is that Kojima will be there in a big way, and one of those games is Silent Hills. So we could get both. We could get Bloober team. We could get a Bloober Team one, like you said, and then they could be like, but wait, there's more. And then there's a Silent Hills trailer, and fucking Norman Reedus is there, and, you know. I mean, I would come. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have two other Kojima announcements. I'm just going to loop these together quickly. Yeah. One is that he's going to announce another next game that's not Silent Hills. Um, it could be It too. could be a Death Stranding 2. Um, it could be that rumored Xbox game. Right, which I do think that's another one of my predictions that there's going to be some sort of Xbox game there, which may be the Kojima project. Um, but I also think Kojima is going to announce another project as well that it's not video game related. Um, I think it's pretty evident that he wants to make a film. Um, 
you know, he's very involved in that world and has a lot of connections in that world and has been posting a lot of stuff in that world. So I think we could see a project announcement from him that is not a video game. So. So you're saying that Kojima is going to have a remake of um, La La Land. Maybe. Yeah. A game, a movie that just came out. Yeah. La 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 Land. I just know how much you love that movie. That's why I use that as an it's example. True. It's true. Uh, do you have any other ones you want to loop in or not for it? Kojima? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just added this one because I'm thinking about it. I don't see it on your list. Um, but in the news today, I saw Starfield again. Yeah. Being talked about. So mm-hmm. I think that's a big one. And also Elder Scrolls. I mean, I know we're not really, we're far away from this probably, but yeah. Well, I did say a big major Xbox game announcement. And the, one of those two, while not an announcement would be big. Yeah. I think Bethesda, need something to show here so for sure i think that could be it go for ahead sure. and you can do another one uh persona 6 no way official announcement and statement not a release date but they'll say simultaneous worldwide release no way yep 100 percent, dude absolutely and it's gonna no start way. it's gonna kick off their whole the season of announcements for that persona thing you're wrong i'm not wrong because they expect everybody to wait till the end uh, or they ex- they expect everybody to think that they're going to wait until the end of their big announcement thing that they're doing right now. Um, there's already multiple connections between Persona and the Game Awards, including the announcement of Joker and Smash and the announcement of Persona 5 Strikers. Uh, Persona 5 was huge uh, for the orchestra. Um, it's happening. It's 100% happening. Uh, the Persona 6 announcement and no release date, but they're going to say simultaneous worldwide release. Um, and that's going to be it. And it's going to blow everybody away because everybody's going to expect them to announce it at the end of their campaign. But they're not. They're going to announce it at the Game Awards. I don't think this is going to happen, but if it does, that's pretty cool. And I'll be happy for it. Um, I think it's going to be a remake of... If, if they do Persona, it's not going to be 6. It's going to be a remake of 3. Or they're going to announce mm, that could ports. Be or a collection. I don't think it's going to be six. Sure. And the reason I think that is because they always they always make a game in between now to test the engine and graphics and and new mechanics and what. But that doesn't mean that they won't announce Persona Six. I mean, Persona Five was announced what well, this... six years ahead of its launch. Yeah, but you have to remember, Catherine came out between Persona Four and Persona Five. I know, but Catherine didn't come out before Persona Five was announced. Yeah, it did. Josh, we played Catherine when we first met, like when we were like 10 years ago. Nah, dude. Dude, we did. It was on the 360. Yeah. Anyway, I think that they're going to make another, uh, what is that? The Midnight Channel or some shit? Because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be an anthology series, the uh, Catherine, right. Catherine games. Um, I just don't think it's... If we get Persona 6, I'll literally just get down on my knees for you. All right. Listen, remember you you th- you remember that clip of uh, many many moons ago during E3, and you and Steven shat all over me for me saying Kojima was going to be on stage, and who yeah. walked out? Kojima. And what did I do? I literally pulled down my pants and I presented it to you. Well, so the difference is we're I gonna have leave. we're we're gonna have the same moment happen on stream. By the way, I, I was a naive boy. Okay, well, I'm just telling you, dude. All right, what's your next prediction? Let's keep Bioshock Four. Yeah, I could see that for sure. It's been rumored. They just announced that it's actually real. They gave it a, a name. Um, four. Uh, 
Bioshock Isolation is set in a new city, may feature two different cities, um, and an alleged logo leaked, apparently, which I did not see. But yeah, I think that that one's possible. Okay. Because it leaked recently, so it makes sense. Yeah. Like they're like prepping for the game awards, and like something got out. Yeah. So no, you know. I I uh, no qualms with that one. Um, my next one, I think there's gonna be some sort of Metal Gear Solid announcement, and I couldn't. Yeah. I put a question mark next to this next thing because I couldn't remember. Was there the leak or the rumor of remaking three, or was it something else? I could not remember what that was. We talked about it a few months ago, and I don't specifically remember what it was. People suspected that Bluepoint was doing Metal Gear Solid One remake oh no that's not happening and I then a lot of people I, and then three i think was one as well yeah i don't think it's coming from blue point although i guess it could um but i think there'll be some sort of metal gear solid announcement so i think you're right there and honestly my man it could be the jordan jordan vote roberts film as well oh yeah that's possible yeah um and i think oscar isaac is gonna play snake and i think that he could be there that would be slick that'd be really cool so, but uh, nobody official from Konami will be presented, though, with any regarding any of it. As in, Maybe I know, not. as I know, Konami is not allowed in the building per Jeff really? Kelly's requests. Still, I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> You're making claims, and then go. I don't know. <laughs> All right, what's your what's your next point? Uh, Cyberpunk next gen announcement. We got dude. First of all, Cyberpunk has been in the news lately, and mm-hmm. I'm like. Why is this game still showing up on my newsfeed? Like, yeah. it's well, it's because ridiculous. it's because people are sucking it off now because it got it has an, an influx of positive reviews on Steam. But I will tell everybody to take heed and do not forget that even in its current version, running in its best state, it is still not the game that was advertised. And that's fine. A game can can come back from such a low point. I mean, look right? But they haven't Nomad's... added anything to it. They haven't exactly. done anything with it. Exactly. Look at No Man's Sky and how much work they put into it. And I'm absolutely. not saying that the, dev, the devs aren't working hard, but oh, absolutely. we don't have anything yet tangible. It's got and nothing to do with the devs. It's got everything to do with the company. Exactly. Exactly. And so they haven't think, added anything yet. We're fixed it. So so I think that we, we know it's coming quarter one mm-hmm. of 2022. I think that the next gen announcement, the date is going to be revealed at the Game Awards. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a possibility. And I'll, I'll loop in just, I think, Cyberpunk DLC, like official DLC uh, yeah. expansions will be announced too. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, it's been a long time. Been a long time. I think that game's ready. I think that game is actually coming sooner than anybody thinks. Well, yeah, because remember it was rumored when we first saw it that the game was like pretty much done. Yeah, <laughs> we were like it's really far yeah, on because they learned from their mistake with 13-2 and then thirteen tactics and then thirteen whatever, which ended up being Final Fantasy fifteen, which then ended up being Kingdom Hearts three DLC. Right. Fun fact. So. so. Uh, yeah, I think Final Fantasy 16 is ready to go. I think they're going to give us a trailer release date. And I think that game is probably coming pretty early next year. Cool. Anything else I don't from have you? Any, I don't have any more because the rest of mine are in yours. So I'll just okay. talk I'll talk in points with what you have. All right, Breath of the Wild 2, trailer and release date. Absolutely. This one is definitely a possibility. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw in Christian's other one here, right here. Resident Evil Four Remaster after the leaks today, alongside the VR release. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's. I, uh, I did see that. I actually completely forgot until you mentioned it right now. But yes, I didn't see that. That's actually a very good prediction, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I like. Nice. That I I didn't know that was a thing, so I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, so yeah, Breath of the Wild Two <clears> trailer <throat> and release date, hundred uh, percent. That game is probably coming out next year, I would assume. 
um, some point. Pokemon Arceus, Arceus, however you want to Arceus, yeah. Arceus trailer. Um, this one, it would be a launch trailer, if anything, like mm-hmm. a final, a final trailer. That's what I meant, because I don't think they have any Pokemon Directs planned or rumored before now on the January release date, so. No, I can see them shadow dropping one, but if they do this, they're also going to be like, coming to Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, mystery gift, you can get the fucking item that lets you get this legendary, like, it'll be, like, tie it, it'll be like a Pokemon block, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just going to be Arceus. Yeah. Um. I think Remedy's next game will be revealed. Now, this could come in one of two ways. A, it could be whatever they're working on next, Alan Wake 2, Control 2, whatever completely new game in that universe. But they're also working on the narrative for another game. I don't remember. I should have wrote it down. I said to myself earlier today I was going to remember it. They're working on writing and scripting and directing and doing development on the the single player narrative for another game, but not it's not their game. Like it's not being published or developed out by them because there's like a multiplayer component, but they're doing the single player. I fucking forget. It's some Chinese company, I believe. Everything you're saying just adds to the mysteriousness of what the fuck you're talking about because it's just getting weirder and weirder. Because they were they a majority stake. I'm just gonna stop talking about it. You can you can look at Alan up. Wake two. No, I don't think so. I mean, listen, that would be slick. I would lose my mind if it, they were secret. They've secretly been working on this for a very long time. That would be yeah. awesome. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, Christian says I love. Oh, it's not a good situation. Apparently, some voice actor leaked concept art. I think he's talking about Resident Evil four. Oh baby. Um. Okay. Where was I? Uh, God of War Ragnarok trailer and release date. Now, this is my one where I'm shakiest on because I think that PlayStation could wait until they have their own event, either yes. the end of this year or next year before they do the release date. But I, I have a feeling that Ragnarok is going to be there in some way, shape, or form. But I think that would be stupid if they don't give us a release date at this point. Like, just go away until you have that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know if it's going to be revealed here or not, but it's time, so... Oh, it's absolutely time. It's it's past. It's well past time, my friend. It's well past time for them to say God of War Ragnarok is coming out April or May. Last of Us multiplayer finally being revealed is kind of in the same camp where I, I can yeah. almost see them announcing that at their own thing. It's time. It's like literally it's well past time. I think here's here's my prediction for the last of us multiplayer factions it's thing. not going to be a mode added to the game no it's going to be a 70 dollars game that has way more content than they originally advertised or was rumored um and the game is coming relatively soon and the scope of that game is way bigger than anybody thinks it is i agree i think it's at this point how are you going to sell us on a game mode that wasn't i mean listen people love that the multiplayer of last of us but it wasn't widely like loved by everyone it just had like a small little group of fans i mean it was solid for what it was yeah it was but like you said it's gonna it's gonna be a lot more ambitious than we thought and i almost think they're gonna be like battle royale like they're just gonna fucking throw all kinds of shit in there yeah Uh, and christian says last of us show trailer that could also be possible yeah we know we know that that production actually moving along very quickly um so yeah, that's possible. Something Last of Us related. Uh, I really want, dude. I really want a Last of Us three. I've been thinking that about that a lot now, lately. 
uh, you don't need a sequel. And I'm usually in the camp of like less sequels are better normally. Mm-hmm. I really want a Last of Us three. I really want to revisit Ellie when she is fucking done. That's interesting. I actually have not really thought about wanting that third entry. I think mm-hmm. I'm I'm satisfied. Oh, absolutely. With well, it, and I, I don't think I've given it any thought, really, to be yeah. honest. It doesn't need one. I just, it would be cool to visit Ellie. Like, where does she go? Yeah. From there. You know, anyway, sorry. That's a, that's well, no, no, no. It's a good, it's a good talking point because I, Personally, you know me. I love dreadful endings of yeah. media. And to me, when she has that guitar and she literally can't play it because her fingers are gone. Dude. To me, that's the end. I don't need any yeah. more. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. And you know what? I haven't thought about it, but I'll take it. Yeah. If you Listen, if you're watching this and you haven't heard our opinions on it, whether whatever your feeling is about The Last of Us, just go... I urge you to go listen to our conversation about that game from last year uh, and go on that journey with us because I still think that's one of the best conversations we've had on this channel. Um, and I think about that game a lot. So, anyway. yeah. Christian says, do we see Abby at all if they do a three? Oh, probably. I think, so. I think so, yeah. I think her and that little human that she's with uh, are probably going to be like Joel and Ellie. Yeah, that would... Hell, that'd be kind of cool. Um... All right, where were we? Chrono Cross Remastered uh, or Chrono Trigger? Uh, because we we had a conversation a few weeks ago that it wouldn't really make sense for them to do Chrono Cross Remastered, even though that was what was leaked without doing Chrono Trigger, because Chrono Cross was the sequel, or takes place, whatever, came out after Chrono Trigger, and Chrono yeah. Trigger is the more popular entry. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is the place to do it, because we talked about last week how, you know, it's a Sony, it's been rumored as a Sony thing, but it's a, it's a, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not exclusive to PlayStation. Right, correct. Right. So right, it, would, right. it would make a lot of sense for it to be shown here at this, you know, multi-company mm-hmm. event yeah. rather than a PlayStation experience. Yeah. Christian says, Chrono Trigger, best soundtrack of all time in gaming. Wow. That is a statement. I don't know I, because I haven't played those games. I don't think I've ever heard Christian talk about playing Chrono. Oh, no, maybe I do remember a story of Christian playing Chrono Trigger. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, all right. A couple more here. Uh, Apex Legends Series X PS5 native apps, 120 FPS support, etc. Apex Legends has shown up the last couple years at the Game Awards. Uh, this is the third year in a row I think they were nominated for uh, Best Ongoing Game. Um, they made another announcement last year at the Game Awards. I forget what it was. Um, but um, it was, wasn't it that Mir- Mirage thing? I don't fucking remember. The Mirage Voyage? I don't fucking remember. I think th- it would make sense to see it here, you know, the because they were supposed to talk about it at some point this year. Uh, yeah, Mirage was live in person at the last one. That's what I thought. Thanks, Christian. Um, I think it makes sense to give us something about the native uh, series consoles and PS5 app. Yeah, I agree. Two more, Brett. Bloodborne Remastered uh, being done by Bluepoint. That will be announced and confirmed and coming very soon. Unless it's a full... See, it's a different if it's a remake or a remaster. Yeah. Remastered would be quicker. Remake would take much longer. I think it's going to be a remaster, not a remake. Why would you? I mean, I heard that the game's very hard to do anything with. So, mm-hmm. like, rem- remastering it would be tough. Yeah, but it's not but that old. It's not that old. And to, like, remake it from the ground up would be kind of, like, ridiculous, in yeah. my opinion. I agree. I mean, it would be impressive, but I agree with you. And I think this is where it's finally going to be on PC as well. Yeah. 
which is where you know you see Bluepoint and Nixies uh, converging with Absolutely. these new PlayStation acquisitions. Uh, and then I think last one, this might be one of the biggest stretches. Um, but no, Blood- I disagree. Really, uh, Bloodborne yeah. Bloodborne Two announced. Yeah, I think this is a definite possibility. Yeah, and it's going to be made uh, originally by it is being made by Bluepoint. It just is. That's it. Consulting and, with From Software. Sure, but this is going to be their first original quote unquote game. Damn, uh, could you could you imagine that? That dude, would be fucking insane. That, and that's going to be a huge one two punch too, because they're going to release the remaster. You know, within the next year or two, you would assume, maybe even sooner. Um, who knows? And then they're going to be like, yeah, and a couple years after that, guess what? Bloodborne 2. Um, yeah. Because I know from, there's no way From is working on Bloodborne 2. Uh, they, Miyazaki would be consulting in some way. I'm sure their teams would be consulting in some way, but it's being made by Bluepoint. And I think if you don't think that's happening, I think you're stupid. Miyazaki might not even want there to be a Bloodborne 2. He might have been like, no, it's right. done. And right. PlayStation was like, dude, no, this yeah. game is so fucking popular. Are you insane? Yeah. Unfortunately for him, he doesn't own the rights to it, so... Neither does from software. That's a PlayStation IP, brother. Yep. I fucking love Bloodborne. Love it. All right. So those are our announcements, predictions. Let us know what you think in the comments if you see this. Um, thank you for people in the chat ch- chiming in there. Uh, regardless of the fact that all of these are true, uh, it's going to be a phenom- phenomenal uh, show with big announcements, big reveals. Jeff Keighley always does it right. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. So. Christian, in the, uh, I was going to in the chat, but I'll just say it out loud. Um, Christian said Titanfall 3 would be cool. Like he, He's trying to put oh, it into yeah. the universe. I think that Respawn in general has been working on something. Jedi Fallen Order. Maybe two, Jedi Fallen Order 2, yeah. Titanfall uh, 3 or you know something like that. I think that Respawn has been very quiet, and I think that there's a very good chance we see something from them. Yeah. All right, Brett, you ready to hop into the categories? I am. So... Just to make sure we're, we're good here, we're going down in the order we have on our list here, right? Yep. So we're going to go down starting with most anticipated game. And now everybody watching live, you're going to have to bear with me occasionally because I need to take copious amounts of notes once we start these things uh, for editing purposes. So most anticipated game, Brett. The nominees are... Oh, wait, hang on. Let me do that again. Most, most anticipated game nominees are Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, and Starfield. Thoughts? Elden Ring won last year, right? Did it? I don't remember. Or Ragnarok? I don't know. I don't know. Let's, uh, that's actually a good thing to pull up. 2020 Game Awards winners. But what are your... what are, what? Well, let's start with your particular one my most anticipated game right now is elden ring because it's so close but because it's so close i don't want to make that my most anticipated game because it's so it's i'm going to get it in my hands sooner than all the other games on this list so is it really my most anticipated no because i'm kind of like i'm satisfied with that so personally my most anticipated game is god of war ragnarok okay Uh, i don't see it on this list Okay. Was this is this a brand new category? No. I don't know. I'll let you do some more research on that. I can't see it in glancing. My most anticipated game um, on this list is also God of War Ragnarok. Like me personally, um, 
that is my most anticipated game. I mean, God, it's no secret. You and I love God of War. It's the best narrative-driven game ever created. Um, it's it's a fantastic game, and from a narrative and character standpoint, God of War Ragnarok is my favorite. But I do think Elden Ring is going to win. So it won most anticipated game at the Game Awards 2020. Okay, and there were no no announcements with it. All right, excellent. So, um, do you do you concur? Do you think so? God of War Ragnarok is Haptic Intel's most anticipated game. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is Haptic Intel's most anticipated game. But Elden Ring is going to win. All right. Christian says, I feel like Elden Ring has the most hype, but I still don't know much about that game or if I'd even like it. Uh, If you don't like Souls games, you won't like it. Christian, I I do agree with Josh there. If you don't like Souls games, you won't like this game probably. However, this is a more... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Accessible? Yeah, it's a more accessible game game than all the other souls games based on what we've seen i recommend just watching they did a network test a few months ago or a few weeks ago at this point i recommend just watching some gameplay and if you think it looks cool then give it a shot you know that's all i can say and maybe download like one of the dark souls games that you probably got for free with plus yeah all right let's move on want to do the nominees for the next one yeah, I'm just confused. So, because I know you're going to be doing the video thing, so it's cool that I just keep, I just say it, and you're going to. Play yeah, why it. don't you do the nominees for each one? That'll make my life much easier. So just read all the nominees. Yes. All right, Josh. But, but, so yeah, but start with the category title, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then okay, all right. okay, okay. So Josh, next we're going to jump into the next category here, which is best debut indie game. And now, do I have to wait? Or I no, 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 still... no, no, no. Yeah, go oh, ahead. okay, cool. <laughs> first time folks first time um so we have kina bridge of spirits sable the artful escape the forgotten city and valheim yes so i have played three in this category um i have played kina i've played the artful escape i'm right at the end i haven't beaten it yet so full disclosure and we both played and christian have played a lot of Valheim. Um, it's a fantastic game. The Artful Escape is a fantastic game. Kina is a fantastic game. <clears throat> I'm going to ask you for your personal opinion first, Brett, uh, and then I'll go into mine. Well, I'm embarrassed to say I've only played one game on this list. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say for my pick, what I would want to win is Valheim, but okay. Kina is going to win. Kina is going to win. Mm-hmm. I also agree with you. I think Kina is going to win best debut indie game. And listen, it's a fantastic game. It it from what I've seen, it looks almost too good to be an indie game. It, it really is. I mean, so the the studio that it's developed almost not fair. The studio that developed it previously was an animation house. Um, so that's pretty evident. It plays like an old PS2 era, you know, puzzle platformer Jack game, like Jack and Daxter, like action style combat. It's awesome. The story is really, really, really good. It's very touching. But from so I do think Kina will win best debut indie game. Um, my personal choice, though, out of all of these, <clears throat> would honestly probably be the Artful Escape, though. Nice. Um, like I said, I haven't completely beaten it yet, but um, this, the Artful Escape, is a masterpiece. Um, it is gorgeous. Uh, it is colorful. If you like music and rhythm games, it's awesome. If you like 
good narratives. It's awesome. Um, <clears throat> I think the Artful Escape is my pick, and I'm honestly surprised because I love Valheim and Kina. And originally, when I was looking at this before I played Artful Escape, I was like, ah, oh, Kina is probably my choice. Uh, it's not. Artful Escape is my personal choice. I think Kina will win. Kina. And All yeah, right. Death's Door is not even on it, Christian. Sad. All right, moving on then, Josh. We're going to talk about best multiplayer game. Yep. So the games nominated for this category are Back for Blood, Knockout City, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, It Takes Two, and Valheim. That's correct. So I'm going to go ahead and say I've played one, two, three of the games in this category, and I've heard of all of them, and I've seen all of them, and I'm familiar with all of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think my personal pick is It Takes Two. Okay. But it's very important to note that multiplayer is subjective. It Takes Two is a two-player game. whereas co-op, that game, than a multiplayer game. Exactly. Exactly my point. So if It Takes Two loses, it's because of that technicality. And I won't accept defeat because of that. Okay. What do you think will win? I think... It takes two will win. You think it will win, but if it doesn't, it's because of that technicality. Okay. Um, I have played every game on this list except for New World. I do not support Amazon. I will not. I won't do it. Um, <clears throat> so that's not even in the running. Um, it it had a huge launch, very sure. huge. I'm not. I'm not kidding. And I'm now serious. crickets. Um, no, still people still talking about it. No, nah, nobody's talking about it. Uh, that game sucks. Um, I think that one could take it, but no fucking way. I will rage. I will rage quit the live stream. But you have to. Wouldn't you agree though that it takes two is the best multiplayer, as in oh, like absolutely two person so, game on so, this list. So my choice on this list, the best game on this list is it takes two, one hundred percent. But you're right. That technicality. I think Back for Blood could fall on that technicality too. Is that's a co-op? Although it has it has multiplayer modes, it has strictly multiplayer modes. So yeah, but, Monster Hunter Rise is a is probably strictly co-op. Yeah, um, you're right. All right, so well then maybe that doesn't even matter. Um, out of all of these though, I think again my personal choice is it takes two, and I think it takes two does win because it probably won't win Game of the Year, even though maybe it should. It's gonna sweep. That would be great if it won Best Multiplayer and Game of the Year. Um, yeah. I think if it's going to win any of those big categories, though, and not others, this might be the one that it does. Yeah. So, unfortunately. Okay. Let's move on, then. Um, so, now we're going to talk about Best VR and AR Game. That's right. So, nominated for this category are Hitman 3, I Expect You to Die 2, The Spy and the Liar, Lone Echo 2, Shit. Resident Evil 4 VR and Sniper Elite VR. Correct. You want to go first? Uh, sure. I didn't play any of these games. Neither have I. So my pick is Resident Evil 4 VR because I want it and I want it to have more traction and I want it to come to PSVR. Um, and I also think Resident Evil 4 uh, VR will win because it has been uh sucked dry yeah i mean my resident evil fanness makes me want to pick resident evil 4 as the winner but i do want to say i haven't heard anything about lone echo 2 
Uh, I haven't heard anything really about Sniper Elite VR, but uh, Hitman 3 is very popular. The Hitman series in general is like a sleeper hit, and the VR components of it, people do they do play and they talk about. And I expect you to die the first entry uh, mm. is a game that does get sucked off quite often, and it was like one of the, you know, yeah, the best games for VR. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about the sequel. Same. So I'm going to say Resident Evil 4 is going to win, and that's the one I would is my favorite because I like Resident Evil 4. And perhaps after that game wins that award is when they announce uh, the remake. Because they do that shit. They do that yeah. cheeky bullshit. Yeah, right. Good call. Good call. Yep. All right. Next category is best sim or strategy game. And the games nominated for this category are Age of Empires 4, Evil Genius 2, World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Why don't you start with this one, Brett? My man, I literally don't know a single thing about any of these games except Inscription because you told me about it. And that sounds like it's a cool game that I want to play. So, okay. What do you think will win, though? Look, just take a second uh, and look at some of these other titles because I, 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 I don't know. Even though you didn't play them, you know some of them. So Flight Simulator is a game that gets sucked off quite often, so I think that one would win. Okay. But um, my pick is Inscription. Okay. Um, so I have played Inscription and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, based off of what I'm seeing... Well, let me start with this. My pick is Inscription. Uh, that game slaps. Um, it is a strategy game, um, and I think I think most of these games on here would be classified more as simulators rather than strategy. Uh, although I don't want to speak out of turn because I'm not super familiar with Evil Genius Two and Humankind. Um, but Inscription is a strategy game, um, and it is great, and it has a really intriguing narrative on top of it, which I feel like might put it over the edge of some of these other ones. Um, although, again, I'm not really familiar with Humankind or Evil Genius 2, but I think Microsoft Flight Simulator will win. Okay. Let's move on then to Best Family Game, which is a stacked category, Josh. It has It Takes Two, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario World or Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury and WarioWare shove it up your ass game. That's correct. Your own ass game. Sorry. That's right. Um hmm. So, let's think about this. Family game. We had a good conversation about this last year, right? Has to have some sort of co-op element. Has to be couch co-op mo- most likely. Has to be kid friendly um and it has to be usually colorful, entertaining and fun. Exactly. And I'm going to take two games out right away because mm-hmm. I know that there's no way in hell that they're going to win. Mm-hmm. WarioWare Get It Together, which was very underwhelming, and New Pokemon Snap, which had some controversy when it came out and also is like single player to my knowledge. Right. I agree. I'm also going to take It Takes Two out. There's a there's adult language in that frequently. You think that wouldn't declassify it? It would it wouldn't have been nominated if that was the case. I know, but it's so well. It's heavy themes, and I know kids there's, that have played it. There's adult language. My... Okay, well then I think it takes two wins, and that's also my personal choice. So here's my thing: Mario Party Superstars. Mario, really, like, listen, modern Mario Party has not gotten a good entry in a while. Okay, mm-hmm. but Mario Party Superstars is apparently like they did it. They finally made it good again. So that's why I'm ner- I'm nervous that that game might 
take the cake here. Okay. Super Mario 3D World is probably one of the best co-op experiences I've ever had in a game. Very fun. Um, very challenging towards the end, especially. A lot of laughs. Good time altogether. And it, it's a good single-player game, too, especially with the Bowser's Fury. Uh, but... I say that, but It Takes Two is a better multiplayer experience, a co-op experience. Uh, not only is it co-op, it's, it's couch co-op or online co-op, which I know Super Mario 3D World is as well. But the split screen element of it, even when you're online, lets you see your your teammates' screen, what they're doing, what they're playing, you know, their point of view. It's It Takes Two, man. That's it. I yeah. think that's going to win, and I want it to win. I think I agree with you. I agree with everything that you just said. Uh, you changed my mind. So, all right. GG. Uh, I think every other game on this list sucks in comparison. Just saying. Except for maybe uh, Super Mario 3D. Yeah, Super Mario 3D World is the closest one. Yeah. All right. Next category, which is a good one. Best role playing game, Josh. Josh, we have a nomination. For Cyberpunk 2077. And I got to be honest with you. I've only played one game in this category. And it's that one. I've played four. If you count the demo of Tales of Rise. So I'm just going to get myself out of the way here. So yeah. you could kind of talk about this. I want Cyberpunk to win for the meme. And I think Cyberpunk is going to win for the meme. Dude. All right, so first of all, listen, we're going to do some bits around Cyberpunk, okay? But I got to step, I got to break the fourth wall here and step out of this for a second, right? Our whole theme is centered around the meme of Cyberpunk 2077, right? The fact that that broken piece of shit was nominated for the best of anything other than a fucking Razzie, okay? If Cyberpunk 2077 wins this category, I'm stopping the stream when we're live. I'm done. No, we celebrate. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> we pop champagne, brother. I'm never talking about video games ever again because that is truly the epitome of bullshit. When you have a company that's so fucking greedy and disgusting that literally paid their workers to kill themselves to make this fucking piece of garbage that was not ready and you nominate it for a game award and then it could win? No. No, 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 no. 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 So take your fucking new, mostly positive reviews on Steve and shove them up your fucking Polish asshole because no. No. No way. Uh-uh. I can't abide by it. Anyway, now with that out of the way, I hope Cyberpunk 2070 wins, dude. Um, no. So out of all the ones I played, again, keeping in mind, um... The Tales of Rise, I only played the demo, which was good, but I heard after a while it gets, there's like some, and there's also like those uh, sheeny free-to-play elements that they put in it, or the mm -hmm. the pay-to-win, rather, elements, uh, which I don't like, so I'm going to take that off. Shimigami Ten Tensei Five. I heard bad things, that it's not like Persona, but it's not Persona. I'm sure that game is great. Um, it's a Shimigami game, it's not Persona. Um, yeah. Uh, Scarlet Nexus is great, I didn't beat it. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, oh, I actually played all of these. Oh no, Shimagami Tensei, I didn't play. Um, Monster Hunter Rise, I played for a little bit. Uh, it's good. Cyberpunk 2077, I've already said what I have to say. I think my personal choice out of all these would be Scarlet Nexus. Um, I think Tails is going to win. 
think Tails is going to win. And you said you think Cyberpunk's going to win? Yep. You don't have a personal choice? Cyberpunk. Is that okay? Hey, man. That's your opinion. Well, the next one's pretty interesting. It's the bat best action, best action adventure game. And That's nominated right. is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Psychonauts 2. Guardians of the Galaxy, 100%. Next question. I am going to say I haven't played Guardians. I think, it, again, we have to take the category and decipher right. it, right. take it down. Right. Action adventure game. Resident Evil Village is... So I've only played two games on this list. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Resident Evil Village. I would not classify Resident Evil Village as an action-adventure game. No, it's an action-horror game. So therefore, that game is off. I agree with you. Based on (laughs) what I've played, the only other game here for me is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And I think that that game is quintessential action-adventure. I agree. Specifically adventure. However, I think that Guardians of the Galaxy probably hits that as well. Yeah. So here's the thing, my man. Uh, I played every game on this list except for Metroid and Psychonauts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metroid Dread ain't winning. I'm telling you that right now. It's not happening. Um, I think Psychonauts is not going to win this category. I know a lot of people love that game, and it's a great game, but this is not its category. I'm telling you that right now. This is not Resident Evil's category. This is between Guardians and Ratchet. I could see either of them winning my personal choice is guardians i also think guardians is going to win uh from every element that is so good in ratchet is realized tenfold in guardians it is the better game um and i think it is a game that more people in the industry have liked more than Ratchet and Clank because we love Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. It was reviewed fairly well. It's also been slightly divisive as far as a lot of people saying that Ratchet 2016 was better than this game um, and things like that, which I don't agree with. Um, But that's, I think Guardians is my pick and I think Guardians will win. Let's pull up the Metacritic scores for both real quick just to compare. Ratchet and Clank has an 88 and Guardians of the Galaxy has an 80. Really? All right, well then Ratchet and Clank is going to win. No, hold on, though. User score, Guardians has an 8.8, and Ratchet has an 8.6. So I think it's close. Yeah. I, I think I, it's closer than you are leading on. It could be a toss-up. It really could be. Like I said, I could, I wouldn't be surprised if either of these won. Um, but like Christian said in the chat, and I agree, Ratchet falls short compared to Guardians and a lot of elements. And I love Ratchet and Clank. I platinum that game, so. Yeah. I haven't played Guardians, and but from what I've heard... I think that that's going to be the winner, but I really, really, really liked Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and I think it is quintessential action adventure. So for me, that's my pick. I think Guardians is going to win. Yeah. And if I played it, maybe that would be different, but I don't know. Yeah. Next category, Josh, moving right along, is best action game. And in this category, we have Back for Blood, Chivalry 2, Deathloop, Far Cry 6, and Returnal. I have played two games on this list as well. Same. Back for Blood and... No, no, you played three. I played three? You played Deathloop. I didn't play Deathloop. Oh, I thought you played Deathloop. I don't own Deathloop. I thought you did. No. Christian does. So you played Back for Blood and Returnal. Yep. 
Same. I think that Deathloop could be maybe well. Far Cry and Deathloop could be the most action games here mm-hmm. in terms of action packed, like actual action. But I think Returnal is going to win this. Yeah. Um, you think Returnal is going to win? Yeah. I'm going to differ from you on that. Where I think, first of all, Chivalry, Chivalry, Chivalry 2, throw it out. I, I know a lot of people like that game, but throw it out. Far Cry 6 throw it out i know a lot of people in the industry a lot of people like it but a lot of people in the industry specifically with this voting body didn't play it because they never do for the reviews and they don't like it because it's another far cry ubisoft game um i think death loop will win no way i think death loop yet death loop will win because it's not going to win game of the year so to win this category um and my personal pick would be Returnal, though, because I still think, even though I didn't beat it and it's too hard for me and I won't probably ever go back to it, I still think Returnal is one of the best games ever made. Um, like, from a strictly moment-to-moment gameplay, like, action combat, like, third person, like, Returnal fits this category to a T. Um, it, it is one of the best, fundamentally, video games ever made, and I will stick stick by that, even though it's not for me and I'm really bad at it. Um but I think Deathloop will win. So here's the thing. I feel like I've heard more people sucking off Returnal in the in like critics over Deathloop. I feel like Deathloop had a lot of people talking about it, but not necessarily critics. Mm-hmm. So I looked up the meta score, just the, the Metacritic score, just to see. Yeah. And it's actually a lot different than it's it's like it's different. So in terms of like reviewer score, Deathloop has an 88 and Returnal has an 85, which is mm-hmm. quite close. Right. However, Deathloop has a 6.3 user score mm-hmm. and Returnal has a 7.3 user score. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. So Critical Darlings, maybe not as much popular with fans. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people is issues with Returnal is the save functionality and stuff like that. Um, it's hard. Which, But, I mean, that, that game is uh, excruciating. And I know Deathloop is difficult, too. Um, don't get me wrong. Um, but I think Deathloop will win, and Returnal is my pick, but I don't think it will win. Um, I don't think Returnal will actually, unfortunately, win anything, any game awards, even though I think it's more than deserving. So Okay. Uh, the next category is a pretty important one. It's innovation and accessibility. Um, we talk about this all the time, how we think this is a great thing that you know games are starting to care about, and they're starting to put in video games, making it more accessible for more people to play. Um, right. Don't necessarily know if I agree with the Dark Souls argument and how we need to add an easy mode to Dark Souls. That's, but that's not an accessibility question, though. It's not. Uh, that's like a totally different thing. All the stuff that have been happening in, in games lately, specifically like Last of Us 2, I mean, their accessibility options were out of this fucking world. Yeah. Games are starting to include a speech-to-text mm-hmm. feature, text-to-speech. So this is great. Great category. And in this category, we have Far Cry 6, Forza Horizon 5, Marvel's Guardians, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and The Veil, Shadow of the Crown. Yeah. So I, um, and I'm, so I'm speaking from, I guess, my own experience. Uh, I don't think this year, other than the normal Ubisoft praise for accessibility, because they've been doing a really good job the last few years with that. So Far Cry 6 has a multitude of accessibility options. Uh, speaking from my own experience, um, just because I'm colorblind and this is one of the first things I look at when I go into a game, 
Um, I don't know why Forza Horizon 5 is on this list. Um, they're, personally, their colorblind features suck, uh, and they actually are not accurate. <laughs> so um, it's bad. Um, it's because of all the... Um, remember they like censored all the music and the soundtrack? That's the accessibility they're talking about. Yeah, Matt. No, I, so that's not going to win. Um, Guardians does have a great accessibility menu when I looked at it, and so does Ratchet. I'm not familiar with Veil. Um, I think Far Cry 6 will probably win. I do. I haven't played it, but I have heard good things about their accessibility options. Always, so. always with yeah. Ubisoft. Um, that's yep. like one thing that they can't right. So, yep, I'm with you there. Okay. All right, the next category is a little tougher. It's a little, you know, there's a lot of games in here that could win, and it's best community support. We have Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is a game that went from being really bad to really good. Fortnite is a game that has continued to crush it, but is starting to lose favor among gamers. Final Fantasy 14 is a game that a lot of people play that I never met someone that actually plays it. Destiny 2 is in a very bad spot right now. Uh, it shouldn't be on this list. They are literally removing DLC content now that people paid for to make room on the game. So if you bought certain DLC in Destiny 2, you have until a certain date, and then they are going to remove it from the game forever. You can't access the content that you bought. So for that reason, I'm out. He's out, and folks. And Apex Legends has had some down moments, but I feel like this season we've been on an up, up, uptick. And I think that if it's going to win, it's this year because there's no controversy right now. And... You know, things are looking good. So that's your choice, and you think it will win? I don't have my finger on the dick of Fortnite enough to know if that game is doing well or not. I think that that one could definitely take it uh, because of all the promotions they've been doing. But I, I do think it's Apex Legends, and I do think that's my pick, and that's who's going to win. Okay. Um, Destiny 2, throw it out. For me... Uh, my choice, not saying about the Game Awards, it's actually going to win. Apex Legends, throw it out. The last three seasons, they've launched with fucking broken game states. It's shite. Get it out. Bye-bye. Nope. No thanks. You're done to me. Final Fantasy fourteen. who the fuck cares? Uh, Fortnite and No Man's Sky are the two that I think would be the front runners for me. Fortnite does a lot of great community stuff. They do those concerts and so much in-game extra weird crap, which is cool. Um, and but, Martin Luther King. Yes. Um, but No Man's Sky is my choice, and I can't believe I'm saying it. I truly cannot believe that we've come this far, but they have overhauled, and in my opinion, more than made up for that game. So that is my choice. No Man's Sky is my choice, but I think Fortnite will win. For the record, uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout won last year. Mm -hmm. And I think No Man's Sky was nominated, and we, we said that. I personally, when I gave you Apex as my choice, mm -hmm. I thought No Man's Sky won last year, and that's why I didn't say it. But it's okay. I'm going to stick with Apex. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. Fortnite feels like, to me, like an easy choice. Um, but no Man's Sky, if it was going to win. Too easy, though. I, I feel like it would have won last year. So. Yeah. I feel like Fortnite's too easy. I don't know. And Christian says Apex is slightly there for me, but the whole market collab throws that out the window. 
Oh, the market. Oh, that stupid fucking thing. Yeah. 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 So any other thoughts on that, bro? You ready to move on? I'm ready to move on. Because this next one, we're going to start getting into the big categories now. Yeah. Much, much bigger categories. Not that there was anything wrong with any categories for this, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So the next category is best independent game. Indies. We're talking about some indie games, y'all. Yeah. So, oh, Steven's in the chat. He said Final Fantasy fourteen is the dark horse. You could be right. All right, best so, indie game, Brett. Who are the noms? Yeah, best indie game. We have a couple noms here. 12 Minutes, which is a game I really wanted to play but did not. Mm. Um, Death's Door, Kina, Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, and Loop Hero. Yes. So this is a great category of independent titles. That's I, correct, but it's it's a bad... It's bad that they're teamed up with Kina because that game is going to win it. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be careful to jump the gun there, Brett. Um, 12 minutes is out. It's not going to win. Uh, that game is too divisive. Um, and is Annapurna really independent? Mm, I don't know. But that's an argument for another time. We don't know. We don't know, folks. Um, so throw that out. Death Door hugely sucked off kina hugely, hugely sucked off inscription hugely sucked hugely off sucked loop off. hero is an awesome game dude it's an awesome game uh i'm really bad hugely at it i played it for about five minutes uh i'm terrible at it i'll never play it again it is a dungeon crawler uh roguelike game that's cool um so i think you can actually throw out kina and inscription um for winning my personal choice out of all these would be inscription um just based off of what i played that's my personal choice but what will win is death store kina and kina <laughs> that's your personal choice and that's what you think will win absolutely dude i'm just i'm telling you man it, like steven says in the chat death store loop hero book it I could agree. I think it could honestly be a toss-up, but I think Death Store, uh, seeing as how it just released um, in a, a wider capacity on more consoles, I think it's going to win. Kina! All, All right. right. Best ongoing game Whoa, for this hang category. On. Hang on. Do that again. Best ongoing game. For this category, we have a few games that have probably been nominated in years past. We have Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, Final Fantasy XIV, Genshin Impact, and Fortnite. Fortnite. Um, I love Apex Legends, and if I could suck that game off more, I would. However, this is going to Fortnite. Wow. I agree with you, my man, unfortunately. Because, um, like, at the rate that they produce content for this game... You're right. Can it be, can it be any other game, really? Yeah. Warzone sucks. They couldn't even fucking get an anti-cheat out. Fortnite sucks. Okay, well, hang on a second. We don't like Fortnite. That doesn't mean it sucks. That game sucks. We also that don't game like, is trash. We also don't like Warzone, and it actually sucks. Who wants to play a game where you can... It's a, it's a battle royale, and you can build a wall to protect yourself. And you just glitch all the way up to the top of the map, dude. That's not a game. That's stupid. All right. Um, Steven says Genshin Impact. That could be a sleeper, too. Uh, that game yeah. gets sucked off and got reviewed really well. So I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to discount Genshin because that game is really popular. It's on mobile. A lot of people play it. Yeah, it could um, be a toss up between that and Genshin or Fortnite and Genshin rather. Yeah, I'm with you there. 
Um, but I think Fortnite would probably win this. But my choice would be Apex Legends, but that certainly won't win. Apex is not going to win, and neither is Warzone. Yeah, no, Warzone fucking sucks, dude. I mean, Warzone is an actually like a trash game. And also Activision, yo, you motherfuckers ain't winning shit forever, dude. Never again. Until Bobby Kotick is out, ain't nobody going to fucking look at you. All right, that's all I got to say. Yikes. Okay, next topic, or next category. Games for Impact. This is a really beautiful category, usually uh, meant to honor really touching video games, uh, you know, really games with great writing. Um, and this year, I'm sad to say, I haven't played a single one. Uh, Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. Life is Strange, True Colors is going to win, Brad. People in the industry fucking deep throat this game. I haven't played any of these. I want to play all of them, but I still haven't gotten through any of the other Life is Strange games. So I heard you don't have to play them to play well, this one. Yeah, but I want to. So I'm just, just throwing that out there because um, I was looking into playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is going to win, but yep. Chicory is a very cute little game that I do want to play. So Okay, so that's your choice. Uh, what? Chicory is your choice. I don't have a choice. Uh, I don't I don't want a choice because I haven't played the game any of these games. Okay, same. But yeah, Life is Strange for sure are gonna win. Easy, throw it in the bank. Uh yeah. if not, Chicory. Uh, and as Stephen said, people love it. Um, which I know is, is true. But uh, Life is Strange is literally you gotta keep in mind the voting body, Stephen. The voting body for this. And everybody in the voting body literally takes Life is Strange true colors and goes all the way through their esophagus out their butthole with it. So Yeah. Chicory was sucked off, but not nearly as much as as life is strange. Yeah. So we are really getting up there now, Brett. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven categories. So we're in the top ten categories now. That's that's right. This next one is not so much about the game, but about the performances from actors and actresses that play in the games. And it is best performance. Uh, forgive me for butchering some of these names. Uh, Erica Mori, Life is Strange, True Colors. Giancarlo Esposito from Far Cry 6, Jason Kelly from Deathloop, Maggie Robertson from Resident Evil Village, and Ozioma Akaga from Deathloop. What do you got for me, Brett? What do you think? Dude, I've only literally seen one performance out of all of these. You've only seen one? Uh, I've seen uh, I've seen a little bit of Giancarlo in Far Cry 6, and listen, everything he does is very good. Mm-hmm. But it would be a tragedy for me to tell you which one because that's not really fair. Uh, however, your choice is Maggie Robinson. Yeah, listen, Lady D. But here's the thing, though. I was going to say, though, Josh, Lady D isn't even that big of a deal in the game. Yeah, I think they should have nominated the fucking dude that played what's his name instead. Uh, Eisenberg. Uh, Eisenberg. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people actually, meme on. I know a lot of people meme on him, but that dude gives a fucking good performance in that game. Honestly, dude, I'm kind of with you. And also, the guy who played Chris Redfield is also really good. And also, yeah, the guy and who plays the main character whole, is really good. And the, the girl that plays all the sisters. That actually, voice, dude, that voice cast slaps. Give it to the merchant, dude. Oh my Honestly. god, the fucking merchant, dude. That, that all right? That voice cast slaps people. Yeah. All right, that <clears> voice cast slaps. Um. Christian says in the chat, whomever the name of Juliana is, that is Azioma. Uh, please tell me why, Christian, because I don't, we haven't played Deathloop. So if you could drop some background information into that. Um, but out of all of these, I think 
I don't, I mean, listen, I love Giancarlo Esposito, but from what I hear, he's in the game very minimally. Um, I know he plays the villain, but I've heard he's in it very minimally, so I don't think he's going to win. Um, I also don't think Jason Kelly is going to win, even though I think he's slick. Um, so I think, and I, I don't think Maggie Robertson's going to win. She would be my choice just because I kind of have to because I didn't play any of these other games. But I think it would come down between Erica and Ozioma. Um, and if I had to choose, I think it'll probably end up being Ozioma for Deathloop and plays. Uh, what's her name? I don't know. I forget, I forget already. I didn't play Juliana. Uh, I just want to say, Steven in the chat said that if they snub Giancarlo, they're a bunch of dunces. I, got I mean, honestly. News. Got bad news for you, dude. He he's winning. right though he's right though and if if Giancarlo goes to, if he's there he's winning oh for sure for sure because they wouldn't invite my man and waste his time and then not let him win the award yeah he I mean he also loves video games which is cool him and Lance Reddick are like two huge actors that are like really involved in video games and they both slap I don't know they what else to tell you they are so both hard. incredible uh Christian says that she is just overall uh, just an overall cocky person who is confident in her own abilities to take down Colt while also making fun of him constantly for not knowing what's going on um so um great there you go uh yeah I think Ozioma from what I was seeing is kind of the favorite industry-wide um yeah. so all right well moving on then to a pretty big category here uh for the immersiveness of a video game and it is best audio design the nominees are Deathloop, forza horizon 5 ratchet and clank rift apart resident evil village and returnal this is a big category i like these technical categories you know because mm -hmm. they're they're important to like you said the immersiveness of video games this is a tough category, though. It is. Because each game in this is so different. Yeah, I think that for this category and the next one, which is score and music, mm -hmm. the reasons why they would win are different. Yeah. Like, there's a reason for each of these to be nominated, and there's a there's a reason why it could win. Um, so for me, looking at this list of, category, of these nominees in this category, number one, Forza, get the fuck out. They literally take music and just like get rid of yeah, the vocals. It's more for car noises and <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. I get that. it. Yeah. I get that. I agree with you. Uh if if you don't give this award to Returnal, you're on drugs. Wow. Even over Resident Evil, you think? Yeah. Wow. What in Resident Evil in terms of the sound? Like why? Uh, I mean atmosphere, you know, enemies, music locations just, yeah but i just i don't remember being like oh wow the audio is really selling it for me if this was now i'll be honest resident evil 7 yeah the audio design in resident evil 7 i would i would yeah. say village i didn't notice it as much i agree that doesn't mean that it wasn't there but i, I i'm just playing oh i'm not saying it i'm not I'm, I'm just playing devil lab i agree I hear with you. you i agree with you i agree with you i um, hear you uh, maybe christian if you could drop some information about death loop audio design because i have no idea what it's used for in that game ratchet and clank rift apart has some cool stuff in it. Has some cool stuff, but it's more With so the weapons. Yeah, but it's more so sound <clears throat> effects rather than I think about overall audio design. Uh, I think, and what helps Returnal, Brett, is that it was built with 3D audio in mind because of PlayStation Five. Yeah, the spatial awareness, the way that the environment 
reverberates not just gun sounds but enemies how you traverse areas audio is so important to that game because it's when you're in those bullet hell segments especially you have to know where enemies are at all times and this game on a very granular specific level gives you that information and that data without you realizing it and you play the game that way so this is an example of a game that utilizes design from the ground up it's audio design in its game design from the ground up and i think that's why it's my pick and why it will also win yeah i think that this game if it's gonna win any award it could be this one i think this is the the most impactful one for it yeah so i think that's the case however josh my choice my personal choice isn't on the list it was snubbed, quite frankly. What's that? Astro's Playroom. Wow. Hmm. What happened there? Hmm. Okay. I like that. You want to elaborate on that at all or no? Dude, literally, I'm your fucking CPU, dude. That's all I need to say. You kidding me with that? Not to mention how the audio design interacts with other technological elements of the console. Yeah. You can't beat it. I, they didn't, the, the people here in that are on this fucking board, they didn't play it. They don't have PS5s, dude. They're still playing PS4. Fucking noobs. So. All right. I think we'll leave it at that. Thank you for that background, Christian. That's pretty much what I thought. He just said that Deathloop sucks. <laughs> really is that no, what he said no nah, i'm summarizing i'm summarizing oh, okay all right the next category then is score and music as i just said uh the nominees for this category are artful escape cyberpunk death loop guardians of the galaxy and near replicant mm-hmm. so first of all take cyberpunk and throw it out no nope throw it out i disagree I disagree. Just because I hate it. I, I, don't even want, all, I don't even want to give it praise for its score. I did not even realize it was nominated for two awards. So, sorry, sorry, Christian. Thank you. Uh, no, don't discount Cyberpunk because, like I said, I think that every game in this category is representative of something different for this category, right? Okay. I think Guardians has that soundtrack the yeah. nostalgic it rock. has awesome awesome Pop. music how could you not do guardians and not have awesome music for sure exactly but it's so a sound think... it's a soundtrack it's a song mm-hmm. score soundtrack keep that in mind yep not i original. think that that makes sense mm-hmm. near replicant i can't speak on because i haven't played it but if it's anything like near automata it slaps and it's different it's not your typical soundtrack okay death loop I don't know jazz. what kind of music's in Deathloop. Jazz. Oh, from the trailers and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's like unique ass shit for a video game, right? Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, again, a very unique but very fitting soundtrack, and it slaps. You're right. It, it actually does slap. And I listen, I have to admit, I listened to the soundtrack several times after the game came out, which keep in mind, I mean, we both played Cyberpunk a lot. I mean, I have over 85 hours in that game, so it's not like we didn't play those. That I game. just never finished it because I was hopeful for a next gen version that didn't break my console every time I turned it well, on. So. I got bad news for you. <laughs> yeah. But the good news is uh, Artful Escape was nominated, which we just talked about in Josh is Dying. That music slaps. 
Yeah, and I've heard that the music in that game slaps. That music, music in that game is the game. I think that one has a potential win. I haven't. I don't know anything about the music in it. I just know it's all about that, and it's getting sucked off. So I think you traverse the world with music. Okay. Well, that one could definitely win, but I think that Guardians, uh, just based on how badass the soundtrack is from what I've seen, I think that's the one. I do think Guardians will win, uh, but my personal choice is Artful Escape. Uh, again, from a game that, from how the category that it is nominated in relates to the game itself, music is intertwined in the game design of that game. So, Steven said, "Give it to Near uh, Replicant because of Near Automata's amazing soundtrack." <laughs> so good, it had to fucking get. Two yeah. awards. Um, yeah. So yeah. Anything per- else? No, my personal choice are for Escape. I think Guardians will probably win. I also think if Cyberpunk is going to win a category, this could be the one that it does because its soundtrack slaps. This whole category could honestly probably be a toss up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Guardians will probably be the front runner there. Okay. We're down to the final four categories, everyone. The next one is art direction. Best art direction. The nominees are. The Artful Escape, Deathloop, Gina, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank. This category so sucks. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you why. There are two games that should have been nominated and that should have won. There's Astros one. Astros Playroom. <laughs> okay. No. Um, fuck. Guardians should be on this list. Guardians should be on this list, and Guardians should be in the front running to win this, in my opinion. So that's a huge snub. You want to talk about big snubs? That's the biggest one. Um, Out of the rest of these, I don't know, man. I think my pick would be Artful Escape or Kana, Kina. Yeah, Kina has a very unique art. Well, not unique. Very, It's a familiar art style. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like looks something great. you've seen, but nothing in a, like a video game, right? So sure. that's why it's that's why it's nominated. Um, I don't think Deathloop. Well, Deathloop is stylish, but I don't think that it's going to win for art direction. Mm-hmm. I think Ratchet and Clank didn't do anything crazy with like. No, it did with the portal and flying through and mm-hmm. worlds being different, two different worlds. But I I haven't played Psychonauts two, but I think it's going to win. You think Psychonauts two is going to win? Wow. Um, I agree with you. I think Psychonauts 2 is also going to win. Just from what I've seen in the worlds that they've built. Uh, again, Guardians should have been nominated. Um, I think Psychonauts 2 will win. I think my personal choice would be Artful Escape or Kena. Kena, Kena. Um, both of those games, art, design, art direction, are great for different reasons. Um, if Psychonauts 2 <clears throat> does not win, though, Kena will win. 100%. That's fair. All right. Next topic or category. I keep like it's a regular podcast. Next category is best narrative. That's right. And in this category, we have death loop. It takes two life is strange. True colors. Guardians of the galaxy and psychonauts Two. I think that. I don't think it takes two has a very good narrative. (laughs) Just saying. I think it's narrative's good. Is it um, the best? 
Well, let's, I mean, first of all, I think let's just get it out of the way. Um, Psychonauts 2 is going to win this category. No. 100%. Life is Strange True Colors is going to win this category. No way, dude. No Best narrative. Way. Yes. Psychonauts 2 is winning this category. 100%. And I haven't even played it, and I'm telling you that. You're making me look it up. Look it up, dude. Do your research. While you're doing that, my personal choice on this would be probably It Takes Two or Guardians. Um, man, Guardians has a great narrative. So does It Takes Two. And I like Guardians more than I think I like It Takes Two's narrative, though. So my, my personal choice would be Guardians. Uh, spe specifically thinking, oh my God, specifically thinking about uh, back to my conversation with Christian and a lot of the themes and foreshadowing and how they handled um, the team in that. I think there are some areas where it falls short with like Gamora and stuff. Um, but I think It Takes Two has more shortcomings narratively. I think It Takes Two is the better game. But I think Guardians has the better narrative, so therefore my personal choice will be Guardians. So I'm just looking here. Life is Strange and Psychonauts 2. I mean, this isn't about their narrative. It's about the games as a whole, but it's very close. Psychonauts 2 has an 89 meta score and a 6.9 user score, and Life is Strange True Color has an 82 and a 7.0. So very close. Um, well, wait, Psychonauts 2 has an 89 meta score? That's not close to 82. That's not what I said. Has an 89 meta score. Yeah. And you said Life is Strange has an 82. Yeah, that's close. No. Still in the 80s. No. Yeah. 89 is closer to 90, and 82 is closer to 80. One's, no. an, one's an A and one's a B. That's more than a five point difference. That's not within the margin of error. That's a big difference. Okay. I think, okay, then I'm going to just say it. Life is Strange, uh, True Colors is going to win uh, Best You're, Narrative. I got to completely disagree with you on this. And point. I haven't even played these games. I'm just, that's, that's my pick. That's fine. I got to completely disagree with you. Uh, Psychonauts 2 is going to win this category. Uh, I My personal choice is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Dude, do you know these judges? They're I would. Woke. Good. Psychonauts 2 is about mental good. health. Dude, Life is Strange is about other things. I don't know what the fuck's it about. And I don't care. I didn't play it. Dude, it's about... No, it's not LGBTQ winning. It's uh, good. Great. It's not winning. It's going to win. Uh, it's not. I would love to see It Takes Two win, though. I would Dude. absolutely. I want, actually, here's the thing. In any of the categories, if I don't get my, my choice, which a lot of them that It Takes Two is nominated for is my choice, I want It Takes Two, I want it, it takes two to win. The more, times takes two. the more times this man right here on my hat is on stage, the better. We want that. We want more of him on stage can you imagine if he walks away from this thing and he's like hey man i'm the winner of 11 game awards okay you're doing the voice of the book i know not joseph <laughs> oh that's right he doesn't play the voice of the he book. does not play the book we thought he did he does yeah. not uh so i want i want three things from the game awards i want joseph Farris to win every award that he's nominated for i want him to say fuck the oscars Yep. And I also want him to announce his next game. And I want him to be on stage as much as he possibly can. So that's four things. 
Steven said Keely is reading the vote for this one, pulling the strings. Steven, not for this category, my man. No, for them. He's the they're going one. big. They're going they're going they're going deep and they're going hard, dude. That's right. So the next one that is up uh is game best game direction. And the nominees are Deathloop, Kina, Returnal, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank. It takes two should be on here, so Joseph could have won an award. But I don't really know why it's not on here, to be honest with you. There's usually a lot of overlap between Best Narrative, Game Direction, and Game of the Year. I don't mm -hmm. know why It Takes Two is not nominated for Game Direction, because I think it should be. I think so, too. No memes. I think it should be. <clears throat> um, for me, this is like the last category, dude, where it's like, it's kind of a toss-up. I don't know. What are, you, what are your thoughts? What's your choice? Let's start there. Game direction. So I so this paid... has to incorporate technical achievement, narrative, yeah. gameplay, you know. In terms of, like, pushing the envelope for gaming and, like, directing a game that... Because uh, to me, that, like, when you think of God of War and the one-take thing, that's right. all from the director. Right. There's right? no like, God that's... of War on this list. Let's be honest. No. Well, well hold on, though. There, there could be. Ratchet and Clank does things with switching on the fly levels from two different it's been, universes. It's been done before. Not this quickly. Not this smooth. Not this seamless. Yeah, it's been done before. I disagree. I think that that's a technical marvel. I know, but it's not. It's not a new idea. Titanfall Two did it spectacularly. Yeah. Okay. I get. I. I'll go with that. And Returnal does some things that are so insane that you're like, why does it even do this? <laughs> like, why did they do that? But they push it. So, and more so than Ratchet and Clank, yeah. I think. So, all right, don't, don't even say anything yet. Let's, let's keep, let's continue discussing this. Okay. Ratchet and Clank for me, throw it out. Um, Psychonauts. I disagree That's fine. Psychonauts 2, throw it out. Kina, throw it out. It, this is the Returnal and Death Loop category. Both could win for very different reasons. Uh, Death Loop. Let's start there because I know I didn't play it. Um, it's not only stylish and only has a good, interesting narrative. It not only is a big sandbox experience. It's not only designed very well in the sense that you go in, you learn areas, and then you come back later for different items. There's time of day aspects. There's also gunplay. But Death Loop is cool because it is made by um, fuck. What's the name of the studio? Um, arcane. made by arcane they have a very specific type of game and this is the culmination of that right the try everything see what sticks figure out sandbox weird fucking game right with also time elements in it now and multiplayer elements i think that's awesome so i think that's why death loop could win right strictly yeah. thinking about arcane's track record and how they okay. develop games okay that's a good point but to play devil's advocate, how is that any different than what Ratchet and Clank did? Because when, what, they what took Ratchet, something that another game did and perfected it. Right, but what Ratchet and Clank does is not inherent to the gameplay experience. It's not the entire game. It's elements of the game. It's elements within levels. The it's, whole game is called Rift Apart. You right, but you're not you're not constantly traversing through rifts as a gameplay you, element. You are. You literally pull yourself to other parts. I know, of but the... it's not a constant thing. Whereas the entire design of Death Loop is that is the sandbox. 
The entire game, every moment is that. You're not going through rifts every second in Ratchet and Clank. You literally can be when you're in combat. But they're scripted. It's not a game design element. It's like a fucking watching a cutscene. It's not an inherent gameplay element that's involved. I disagree. It's not like watching a cutscene. That's fine. You can use it but to your advantage to get That's to... fine, but the entire game is not that. Deathloop, the entire thing of why it could win this is because the entire game is the arcane sandbox. That's it. And if you haven't played an arcane game, then you don't understand what I'm saying. I have not played Deathloop, okay. but I've played Dishonored. Okay, and that's the same thing. There's a sandbox. Exactly, so why multiple... is it going to win if it's the You're same thing? You're not listening to me. <laughs> Because this is the culmination of it. There's time play elements and there's multiplayer elements. You go back multiple times a day. It's inherent from the gameplay up. Okay. Steven said just give it a Titanfall 2. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, I don't even fucking care about Deathloop. I hope it doesn't win. I hope Deathloop wins zero games. How about Returnal? Zero. Returnal. So, well, I haven't even said anything about Returnal. Returnal! Yet. Shut the f let, let me speak. I'm talking. Are you done? Returnal. Thank you. Returnal is my pick, and Returnal will win, and Returnal should win, and here's Dude, why. Returnal is a culmination of all things Housemark. It is. <laughs> why is it's that funny? Just like, it's just like Rezogun, dude. It's not at all. It also is the first game that has added two buttons to one button on a controller. The whole active reload element, switching guns, different firing modes, it does all of that. The haptics, the level design, the bullet hell, the narrative, how you traverse through it, the roguelike elements, Returnal wins and takes it. That's it. I agree. That's your choice and that's who you think is going to win? Yep. Great. Ratchet and Clank sucks. <laughs> it literally does not. Um... Finally, the final topic of the night, the biggest one, the Big Daddy, Game of the Year. The nominees are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Obviously, the winner here is Cyberpunk 2077. That's right. That's the end of the show. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, this is... <laughs> What do you think, man? Again, this is like the games are so different. They are really different. So how do you say one is the best out of all of these when they're so different? Yeah. So I think I think there's two that you can throw away immediately. Metroid Dread and Resident Evil Village. As much as that pains me, they ain't winning, folks. I'm telling you right now. Those games ain't winning. And if they are, well, then I was wrong. But I won't be wrong because we're always right. Remember that. Metroid Dread and Resident Evil Village are not winning this category. I also don't think Ratchet and Clank is winning this category. As much as I like that game. Okay. I think it really comes down to Deathloop, It Takes Two, and Psychonauts 2. Would you agree with my analysis or no? Yeah, I mean, sadly, I do. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean that I hate Metroid. That doesn't mean I hate Ratchet and Clank. It doesn't mean I hate Resident Evil. I'm just telling you they got no shot. You the clip of Josh saying, fuck Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> <laughs> they got no shot, brother. I, I'm going to just do a Hail Mary fucking touchdown pass. And I'm going to say It Takes Two is winning this. Just because it was As your poetic. choice or it is winning? Both. It's poetic and beautiful. It's poetic and beautiful. I actually would want Resident Evil Village to win. 
because I really like that game a lot, but I don't think it is going to more than it takes two. You're asking me if I liked resident evil village more than I liked it takes two. Yes. For different reasons. Yes. Wow. But that's the thing. They're so different. All these games are they so are. different. All right, well, They're good for different reasons. So listen, we literally just beat It Takes Two last night. That game is great. It's not perfect. No game on this list is perfect. Um, this is not a Last Except of Us. Cyberpunk. This is not a Last of Us two year. It's just not. Um, which is fine because all these games are great for different reasons. But It Takes Two. I mean, I think about how creative the gameplay is in that. I mean, literally, we were joking as we were playing the game. It's like. Joseph Fares took gameplay elements from like the last decade of video games and was like, we're going to do this and this and this and this and this. And guess what? We're going to do it better than every game it was in. And then they created their own things <laughs> that they... have never been done. Yeah. And the almost to a fault stick to your guns. This is a co-op game mentality. It treads that line carefully, but it succeeds so spectacularly at making his own genre right yep it was the most video game video game i've played this year right so the narrative there is good it's not great um it's touching uh for sure um especially i think both of us i know your, your parents are together now but being you know children of parents of divorce or splitting up and like so there's there's those there i don't think it fires on all cylinders but it didn't need to it was just enough to set up why you were doing what you were doing and give you that world. And then mm -hmm. the gameplay is king in this game. And there are segments that are way too long. There are segments that probably should have been cut. Um, I think this game actually would have been a better game if it was like three hours shorter uh, and one level shorter. Yeah, there was levels towards the end that you and I were both like, or I, I was kind of complaining more so than you, but I think you agreed with me in that. Mm -hmm the levels towards the end of the game were not actually as strong as some in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and even so the last level was almost the last level was great and fucking awesome. Yeah. But it, it kind of ended in a very abrupt manner. If yeah, you ask me. Sure. It's like it, they were all very segmented segment segments of the game. Um, and maybe it felt a little disjointed in places. Like, each level had its own distinct shtick or feel or, you know, visual. Um, but you're right. Towards the end of the game, I think we both said, we're like, wow, this level is much worse than the level that just happened. And it gets better as it goes on. But there's a lot that could have probably been left on the cutting room floor there. But I'm torn on that because it's like, you can tell that Joseph Forrest make it, made exactly what he wanted to. Yeah, and there were certain in so there were certain moments in those levels that we didn't like as much where we were like, okay, they just kind of like redeemed it a little bit with that one moment. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't really think that the garden level was great, but then the part happens with the moles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that was kind of good, right? So mm -hmm. like, you know, there's there's lows, there's highs and lows. Yeah. So it's a great game. <clears throat> and I think Christian makes a good point here. He says every one of these games is loved by a certain set of people. And that's true. So I will not be surprised if any of these games win. But I think oh, no. my I think my pick is it takes two. Um I think Deathloop probably takes this category, but I would not be surprised and I would actually love if it takes two wins. I really, 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 really want it takes two to win. Um, if you couldn't tell. Yeah, I'm a, I'm in agreement with you. Um I'm thinking about like like I said, it's the most gamey game out of all of these. It has things that 
it has experiences that not only could you not experience if it wasn't a game, mm -hmm. but you couldn't experience without another person as well. It's yeah. Very much a multiplayer game. Yeah. So it it brings not only is it a game in that it's a video game and it has these things in it that you can only do in a video game, but also it brings in elements that you can't get in it. If watching a movie with your friend, you both get the same experience. Playing it takes two with a friend, you're getting two completely different experiences at the exact same time that come together and you have to do things together in order to progress, right? Mm -hmm. You can't do that anywhere else with any other medium, really. Yeah. And there's a larger, even though we talked about the narrative not being necessarily the best, it doesn't fire on all cylinders. There's a larger meta narrative of the narrative for like relationships and things like that that are really interesting too. Mm -hmm. And it does such a good job of like making you feel like the characters in the game because you're like, the book is constantly braiding you the entire game. You're like, dude, fuck off. And you literally get to that point as a player. And I think that's very intentional. I think that's like yeah. a very kind of meta choice that he made. Um, so it's cool. Steven said, um, dang, Metroid has zero shot, but I love it if it went, if it did win. Mm -hmm. Listen, Metroid won a lot of, or it sold a lot of copies, which is great for Metroid because, you know, Nintendo doesn't ever acknowledge it really. Uh, so that's great. Um, but I don't think that it's going to win because, you know, it did have some issues when it first came out and uh, it was really hard, hard and not as accessible. Um, Death, he said Deathloop is winning, which, again, I would not be surprised. But to me, that game came out and kind of came and went. So for that to be considered game of the year, I don't I don't know if it has the staying power that would make it really win game of the year. Yeah. But Steve, Steven said it has noms across every category. That's one of the makings of it winning the big ones. That's true. But we've also seen a game just get snubbed the whole night. It's true. Game awards are not as formulaic as the oscars mm -hmm. typically you uh, can't look at it and go like oh it didn't win this it's definitely going to win that that's yeah. not true necessarily in yeah the game awards. not for the game awards i do understand your logic though but absolutely absolutely yeah. completely but so that's what we're sticking with brett we both want it takes two to win uh we think it takes two will win and it takes two is haptic intel's game of the year yeah but i think you and i are both in agreement that Deathloop could win oh yeah for sure 100 percent. but we want I mean, it takes two to win yes and that is Haptic Intel's official game of the year. There you hear it, folks. Put a stamp on it. Cut, paste, moving on. That's right. And that's it. That is our Game Awards prediction special. We went through every category that was good and made sense. And we gave you our thoughts and our predictions. So yeah. Uh, if you weren't here for the beginning, we did some predictions for announcements that were going to be made. Um, so go back and watch that. If you did not catch that, Josh, do you have anything you would like to add? No, I agree with Steven. He says in the chat, uh, soft year overall, in my view. Let's roll to 2022. I agree. There's reasons for that, which we talked about, COVID world, things like that. But I also think it's kind of interesting because it gave, I mean, look at the nominee list. It's an underdog uh, list. It's a, It really is a list of underdogs. Um, this is, in a normal year, a list that I think maybe one or two of these might make it in, but not all of them. And all these games are nominated several times, which is awesome. And all of them are great for different reasons. Um, and I just, for the, think about the story if It Takes Two and Joseph Forrest wins Game of the Year. Think about that as a gamer. I want that. 
I want that yeah. really, really, really bad. Forget the other announcements. Forget any of that. This is a dude who did not make video games all the time, completely an underdog, talked his way to getting funded by EA, got his original game games before this made, you know, uh, what's it called? A Tale of Two Brothers and um, Inside, Outside, a way Escape, out. A Way Out. Um, Inside, Outside, Escape. A way out. I want to. I want to get a physical <laughs> copy of that and Photoshop the title. Inside, outside, escape. <laughs> that and somebody that has somehow broken the barrier of a huge AAA publisher and has convinced them to leave him alone so that he can make the games that he wants. He's also broken the internet. He's an internet phenomenon. several times. It fucks the Oscar or fuck the Oscars. It fucks the Oscars, <laughs> folks. God, I'm getting tired. Um. It's just, that is what, we want that. We don't want the fucking cyberpunks of the world to win. And that's not because they don't have great devs working on it. It's because their company that runs them suck. This is a person that you want to root for. And I really, really want him and Hazelight to take away these awards. Me too. I think it would be very poetic. I think it would be a great moment for the Game Awards. He might literally cry. I might literally cry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I want him to continue making these games because I think they're special and he, he has mastered it. I think a way out was great and worth worthy of a of an award as well, but you know, it takes two, just takes it a step further. So Absolutely. Well Brett there you have it. That's the end. What uh closing comments, thoughts, ideas, concern outside of that, what we just said. Do you have so we do have the Game Awards live stream. We're going to be streaming it. We're official co-streamers of the Game Awards. Uh, again, Jeff Keighley delivered our badges this morning. Mm -hmm. So we are official co-streamers. That is going to be on Thursday the 9th. Correct. Of December. Right. So 7, make sure you're 7 there. 7 p.m. right here. That's right. And we're going to put the stream up soon so that you guys can set reminders to you know get notifications when we go live. We really encourage you to watch the Game Awards show with us on our stream because the reactions are going to be insane and we're going to be reading comments and all the good stuff. Yeah. So make sure you're there. There might be cosplay involved. Who knows? Possibly. Yes. And then on top of that, I do want to mention if anyone is interested in buying our merch, we are having a sale right now on oh our merch. Oh my God. Store, I forgot so. about that. Holy shit. I should have mentioned that For, at the top of the show. Yes. So uh, Steven said he delivered the yes. badges personally. Yes. He, he came to our house, both of our houses and knocked mm -hmm. on our door at the same time somehow. Yes. Uh, actually, Kojima delivered mine, and Jeff delivered yours. Mm -hmm. um, we're having a sale right now in our merch, merch store. So basically, Streamlabs is doing a deal where they want, for the holidays, they want us as the creator to make more money off of our merch. So usually, we only make like a dollar or two off of every item on our merch store. We try to keep the prices as low as possible. So the other day, I logged into Streamlabs, and I saw that all of our prices or all of our income that we would make is higher. So we were going to make like $8 on a goddamn t-shirt. I was like... No, I don't want $8 on a t-shirt. So what I did was I lowered all of our merch items, the price on our store. So right now we're having a sale. Everything is cheaper than it was last week if you went on there. So if there's something you want, you want to, you know, wear a hat to get tell shirt or a hat or a beanie or, you know, a cool like this. hat. Like or what this. Josh has on the screen there. Everything is way cheaper than it was before. I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know if Streamlabs is, is going to raise the price again. Thank you, Streamlabs, for trying to give us more money, but we don't care about the money. We just think it's really, really cool when people wear our stuff, especially me as the designer of these things. I think it's really fucking cool to see people wearing it. So um, 
if you want to, you know, check it out and buy some stuff, it's really cheap right now. So dirt cheap. Go check it out. And besides that, I just want to say, you know, happy Thanksgiving. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. And um, I'm looking forward to the holidays and I'm looking forward to playing some games. So, yeah. All right. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, follow, share. Um, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all those places. Um, thank you all for watching. We love you very much.